So I wanted to share with you guys a thought I had this morning. As you guys know, sometimes I my brain um, works really strangely early hours of the morning. I wake up and things are happening and um, contemplating and you know realizing I need to get back online and start doing my uh, hashtag Wednesday, you know, something video a week, once a week or twice a week or something. And I told myself I was going to wait to say something until I had something worthy of saying. And I had this thought this morning and I wanted to kind of introduce this call today with this idea. So, or this concept. So, and a, and a struggle I see people having all the time. Now, for those of you that I can see your faces and some of you, I can't see your face and that's okay. You have the ability, I believe, to raise your hand and stuff like that. So, um, to react, but, or thumbs up. But I have a question for you. How many of you actually desire to get better at what you do? Like, is there, is everybody yes? Actually, okay. Um, how, I wanna ask you another question. How good are you at having other people mentor you and help you and coach you? How many of you are actually truly open to that? Yes, yes, okay, well, good. Good, hopefully. The reason I ask this is because I find that many people, and I, I kind of experienced something over the last week, um, or I've noticed something, and it was, I noticed that people, and a lot of people, I'm not calling anyone in this room out, I'm just saying just period, people, we have a tendency not to be able to take constructive criticism. And, you know, a lot of times we, you know, like for me, for example, when I was a kid, my mom was super critical of me. Um, and it was always like this higher level it was like, you need to be the creme de la creme, you know, it's the cream of the crop and everything was about being perfect. And um, that was, you know, something that I got to listen to my whole life is like, that's not right. Do this, do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. So I became very like, in a way, used to being critiqued all the time. And I know most people don't grow up like that. I mean, some people do, some people don't. And then I had the pleasure of working with a coach for two and a half, almost three years, who was also very um, correctional. <laughs> I, I, I won't say he always was critiquing me in a bad way or anything like that. It was just, you know, always trying to correct and teach and I realized like that is a skill you have to learn to be okay with because some people like, for example, I know someone in my life who thinks like, it's not even about critique. It's just, I just disagree with everything. It's like, I don't disagree with everything, but there's always just this need to kind of, um, and that's part of the growth and the learning is the like going back and forth and challenging and, and improving. And so um, it, I came up with this analogy. And now this is something, this is a rhetorical question, so you don't need to answer out loud, but I want you to think, like, think about this. People can often be sheep or sharks. Which one do you think you are? Just in your own head, decide, are you a sheep or a shark? What are the differences? Sheeps tend to go along with the crowd. They do what everybody else does, and they kind of stick to the popular opinion, right? And they kind of do... And be honest with yourself about this, because I think a lot of adults kind of end up in one of these two um, buckets, is they end up, you know, kind of going along. They're, they're get along kind of people. Um, and then, and there's nothing wrong with that. 
And then there are sharks. These are, pe these are lone wolves. These are people that, you know, um, they're not open to uh, kind of uh, the, the growing of their circle or, and stuff like that. And they're very isolated and tend to um, just kind of go their way and only their way. So does everybody kind of pick one in their head, kind of one, the other, or whatever? Yes? Does someone, everyone kind of pick in your head, make a, a decision, self-assessment? Okay, good. Well, the thing that I want to say to you is I want to encourage you to be neither. <laughs> I want to encourage you to not be a sheep or a shark. You know what I want to encourage you to be? An infant. Think about infants. Infants are, their brains start so malleable. They are, you know what the, what the thing that all babies kind of have in common? They want to learn. They want to grow. They're teachable. And they don't give up. No one, you know, they, they do every, like, they're just, I mean, they go from rolling over to um, scooting, to crawling, to walking, to running without being told to do it. Right. I mean, like they kind of will naturally and instinctually do it. And they listen to critique. They start by saying mama, dada, baba to mommy, daddy, bottle. That comes with correction. That comes with them learning. That comes with them teaching. And they're so open to that. And I was just thinking about that. It was like, we should not feel the need to be sheep or shark. We should desire to be infants. We should desire to want to grow, want to learn, want to be improved. Um, we should encourage people to give us feedback on how we can be better. In fact, we should be looking for that. When was the last time you asked someone, what did I, how did I do? I did this. How did it go? What did you think? What is some feedback? And mind you, the problem is, is that many of us, when we put something together, it becomes our little baby and we think it's perfect and we don't want anybody to touch it. We want it like, don't tell me my video is not perfect. Don't tell me my 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 workbook isn't great like we get that in our head and that's because we get so high on our own supply right you know we get and i just want to and to me that that is the thing that i want to encourage us to not do is to be open and then also because the other thing is you know and that's more sharkish right getting high on your own supply the sheep just says i won't do it because i'm afraid i'm just going to do what everyone else is doing and i want you to do neither I want you to be like infants who's, who's going to go out and do something new, um, add some, add a new tool, add a new skill set to your repertoire, you know, add some value to the people that you're trying to serve. And it's okay to take some risk. And it's okay to be imperfect because none of us are perfect, but we're not going to grow and learn if we don't get out there and try. You know, the last couple of weeks I've done some stuff on social media for you guys and video. I taught you, we went over like what to say, like a socially sensitive content. If you missed the, those classes, they're recorded and they're on social and they're on YouTube. If you want to go take a look at them and go back and re-review them. Then we also talked last week about um, how to physically record the video and just how simply that can be done, right? Um, we've also talked about other ways that we can streamline our processes and, and help our our customers um, have a better experience working with us. You know, I was on a mastermind group um, last week with the top brokers in the country. And it was interesting because I was one of the topics and questions was, 
how is technology going to move us? How is technology going to change um, and the use of our technology as a result of this event into the future? And that's something like I'm super interested in and, and super um, like con I'm contemplating that a lot because I feel like there's a lot of technology that you guys are, you know, it's just like what we talked about last week. We talked about the VR. We talked about Matterport. We talked about, you know, you know, we have Zoom, all of these new technologies that are now becoming more relevant in your business today. Video, for example, um, they've kind of always been there, but now today more than ever because of our circumstances, they're being thrusted at us even more so. And so then my question was, well, what, so which parts of these technologies, which ones of these technologies are going to extend beyond this event that are going to be useful? And I, it was interesting because I was like, it, I would love to see Zoom and virtual showings extend beyond this event. I think it can be very good for agents. It can be good for homeowners. It can streamline your processes. It can make your job easier. Um, and in terms of efficiencies, and also in terms of um, the customer experience, right? If we do it right, I think there's some really great positive advances we can make. And I had one broker owner who I could tell was an old school owner, like old school, probably been in the Remax system decades, right? Not years, but decades. And she said, well, I just want to warn against you know, doing anything and like basically she was warning against technology because we just don't want to look like make this job look like it's too easy and that we're not, you know, um, like we just don't want them to think it's too easy. And I, you know what I felt for her? I felt sad because I was like, wow, you think that our value as a real estate professional is to show 10 homes instead of three? Like that is, that's for you. That's not for the customer. The customer would rather, if we could, if there are 10 available homes, we all know we've shown 10 homes before. Seven of them are usually not strong contenders easily. It usually comes down to one, maybe two homes that are truly contenders for a borrower, right? That kind of meet the majority of their wants and needs. And Typically, how many times have we shown a house, they drove up to it and were like, yeah, no, didn't even want to walk inside, right? I mean, and now they feel like they've wasted time every time we do that, you know, and we piecemeal, we show them three houses today and three houses tomorrow and, and six on Saturday, right? Like that is not a good experience for a consumer. They want to, this is why they love Zillow because they can scroll through and quickly, you know, hit, 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 save. It's just a good experience. And to me, it's like we should be using technology to enhance that customer experience without sacrificing our skill set, which I think resides in your knowledge, your negotiation skills, your contract writing skills, and your contract understanding, things of, those na of that nature, helping them piece together the right team so they have the right lender that they're working with, the right title company, the right home inspector, like making that whole process as seamless as possible. And so I feel like too many people are stuck being sheep, following the herd, doing what everybody else does, or sharks, and not enough time being like infants and just open to learning, open to exploring, um, open to new opportunities. So that is my two cents for today before we get into our mortgage minute. But I just had this thought this morning and these experiences last week and I just felt like before I shared that with the world or with anyone else, 
I wanted to share it with you. So any thoughts or feedback on that before we get into um, our topic today, if anyone has anything? No, crickets again? I have something to add to that, Kendall. Okay. I think that's really good that you brought that up, you know, with people being able to take constructive criticism. I know it's tough. I know, um, you know, we tend to get a little defensive or, or you know, we want to explain, you know, make excuses or, you know, we feel like if, we're, if, if we have constructive criticism against us, it, you know, we automatically think that the person doesn't believe we're doing well in other areas and we kind of get, you know, defensive about all that. But I do think that it's a good tip to bring up is I think we all, especially because of our personalities, because we're mostly alphas, because we're in sales and that's just our nature that I think that uh, having a thick skin, you know, it really does you well and really helps you grow. It does. Yeah. It's, just, it's just not always easy that you have to really try to focus on it. It isn't easy. And I a hundred percent agree with that. And it, and sometimes, you know, it feels like a little pinch, like, ooh, ooh, it stings. <laughs> but that doesn't mean, though, that it's not good for us. You know, it was funny. Someone, I um, did a podcast not that long ago, and I asked for feedback, and someone actually gave me feedback. And it was funny because the feedback they gave me, I already knew what I was doing wrong, and I did it anyway because I was lazy. I was like, I was like oh, I just need to get this out. Um, and I didn't do the steps that I normally take, which would have eliminated the problem that they critiqued me on. But it was a good reminder for him. So again, that was a little pinch. I was like, oh yeah. And they're like, thinking I knew that Kendall, like, you know that, that you need to, to fix that. Um, and, but it was a good reminder that the, that those things matter. Those details matter. And I'm always talking about, and I just felt like I would be remiss if I didn't, remind us of this kind of concept because my whole thing of my of all my brokering of each and every one of you has been about leveling up and improving your hustle and we can't do either of those things if we're not willing to be open to growth and open to um someone who's helping us in love right like trying to help us be better it's one thing when people are trying to help you be better um and i think that's that's different than um, just someone just beating you up and being hard on you or bullying you or shaming you. Like those are, that's just something different, right? That's not what I'm talking about, but I'm just talking about, okay, when someone offers you something about trying to help you be better or, or help you produce a better product or service or something, you know, how open are you? And then not only are you open to it, but are you going to take action on that to actually be better? Right? So I just want to encourage you guys to, to think about that. Yes, Shad. I think I can wrap this up for everybody in, in just one quote that I keep around all the time. And it's the person that challenges you and holds you accountable, loves you more than the person that watches you stay the same and settle for mediocrity. And I think that's just, that kind of just sums the whole, whole thing up. We have to have people that are challenging us all the time. If not, we're going to be in the same place we were a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago. If I think back to any of the growth I've ever had, it's because somebody challenged what I thought was good and I was settling for that instead of great. So just something to keep everybody kind of on track. You're welcome, Shad. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
I'm going to mute myself again and then don't worry about my lips. I'm not really saying anything. <laughs> <honestly>. <laughs>